This very special episode of Topics is brought to you by Hulu Plus. Watch your favorite shows anytime, anywhere with Hulu Plus on your TV or on the go with your smartphone or tablet. Shows like Family Guy, Brooklyn Nine-Nine, New Girl, Scandal, The Vampire Diaries, and so many more. Right now, you can try Hulu Plus free for two weeks when you go to HuluPlus.com slash topics. That's HuluPlus.com slash topics. It's Topics, the podcast where two comedians discuss serious topics in a serious way. Although, if something funny happens, that's okay, too. I'm Michael Ian Black, joined, as always, by Michael Showalter. It's good to be here. Uh, We've got a very full plate today, so I want to very quickly go over the rules. And, of course, the main rule in topics is there are no rules. And uh, I know know that sounds flip to some of the listeners, but I really do mean it. We we let this conversation range everywhere. Um, We have a guideline, which is we try to cover 80% of any given topic, which leads to our recommendation – For whatever percentage we don't cover, we encourage our study groups all over the world to finish it among themselves. Um, Quick reminder, we are having Topicon this summer. It's happening uh, in the Pine Barrens. And uh, it's going to be terrific. Check the message boards. Check the forums for all the information regarding that. Uh, and, and and I just quickly, uh, we've been getting a lot of people because you know uh, all the registration materials are up on the website, and I guess uh, some people have been complaining about that we've been asking for credit card information on some of the registration materials, and I just want everyone to know that that's optional. If you don't want to give us some of that personal information, um, that's fine. Um, you can always uh, you can pay with Bitcoin. Bitcoin. We also take PayPal. Um, so money orders know. are fine. Um, uh, it, it's along those lines, a lot of people are, are I don't say a lot. Some people are concerned about the length and depth of medical questions that we're asking. We're mm-hmm. asking for fairly complete medical histories. And the reason for that, as I, as I felt like we said it's, on it's, the forms, it's lawsuits, it's lawsuits. Um, the Pine Barrens is very isolated. And if somebody runs into a medical issue there, we don't want to, we can't be held responsible. Yeah, we are we, we're bonded, but we don't ha- we can't afford that um, much insurance. But we we are going to have a registered nurse on site, and um, her name is Kathy, and she's great, and she's you know very very experienced in dealing with um, bug a bites, wide variety poison bug, ivy, exactly bug bites, poison ivies. Uh, 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 mosquito bites, mosquito bites, sprained ankles and such swamp fever. Um, if you get swamp and, fever, um, she can deal with that. And, uh, and then also too, you know, for our listeners out there that are thinking, I want to come to Topicon. I want to be there. I want to come out to the pine barrens and, and have a good time. Um, but I can't afford, uh, the sign up fee. We do have, uh, an admissions program, we have financial aid, we have scholarships, uh, we have grants, and we it's 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 simple, it's easy, it's plentiful. It's just that most of the time, if you're um, in the grant program, um, we're going to be having you doing some work at the uh, at the top of con just to make up for it. And also, you'll you will have to wear a kind of identifying badge that says, mm-hmm. "I'm here." Mm-hmm. 
on financial support. And it's mm-hmm. not to shame anybody. That's the last no, thing we want to do. No. It's it's to let other people know that uh, the donations that they made to the grant program are working because right. they can exactly. so you can see uh, exactly. it's it's just it's just a it's just a big uh, button button. It's a big button, and it and it says uh, ask me. Uh, how I got here, mm-hmm. and uh, and and that's that's meant to prompt conversations. Mm-hmm. But but what it means is you don't have enough money to attend. And 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 when when I say big button, I don't mean it's like covers your whole chest. I'm no. saying it's like the size of like um, it's like the size of a button a clown would wear. You know, right, right. And oh, it's about the size of a CD of a DVD. Yes, yes. Um, and it, and you would just wear it on your lapel and it just says, ask me how I got here. And then we have a little script for you to follow about explaining it. And, and obviously you can make up, you know, you can ad lib and stuff to it. Well, but to the a basic, certain extent. But the basic gist is we want you to say, I got here, uh, using the financial packages, uh, financial aid packages offered to me. Um, and, and it's like, just exactly like Mike said, it's great because it lets everyone else know that the, that the program is working and that the extra money they gave is going to charitable, uh, reasons to have people like you, uh, be able to attend. Um, and that leads perfectly into today's topic. It's a topic that I'm surprised we haven't covered before because it governs so much of what we do every single day of our lives. Um, and it's the kind of thing that uh, you definitely know when you don't have enough, and some people feel like you can never have too much. It's money. And today we're discussing the money question from Smith to Pickety to back again. So, the money question, Michael, it's a big one. Mm hmm. It's, it's one. a, it's, it, go ahead. Yeah. Well, no, it's one ahead. that, it's one that informs, uh, it touches every single person on this planet, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. In one way or another. Yes. In one way or another. Yes. Um, um we, it, it, it is really at the root of how societies form. Um, mm-hmm. we could go back all the way to, um, the dawn of man to investigate how uh, well, there's that word invest invest, invest. right and so. and and gate as well yes. you, that word gate yes and which is an opening, opening and, and, closing, and a closing yes um, but you had early man homo habilis um, with the exchange of primitive forms of currency, whether that was um, a pelt. Yes, it could be a pelt, it could be food, it could be a credit card, it could be any of those things. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I mean, I don't don't mean like a a credit card in the sense that we have them with a magnetic strip. No, they were made out of wood back in those days. Wood or flint and... uh, Yeah, Um, bark often. And the... Over time has evolved all of these different... um, uh, theories as to how to um, govern the distribution of money. I mean, wouldn't wouldn't it be great, Mike, if 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 money were like um, it was a monopoly game and it just grew on trees and we could just go out into the backyard to our money tree and mm. grab money off of the tree, though it, as though they were leaves. Well, of course, it's a it's a it's a fanciful thought, and I enjoy. 
the imagery. But of course, if money were so readily available, it would become devalued. Valued. And there's that yeah. word, value. And that and that word, value, and D, and, and val from the root word, the Latin yes. root word, val- yes. v- validus. And yes. That, that means to, to val and to yes. val so efficiently and to, and valing is such a, such a nebulous word, isn't it? It right? really is. And when we talk about value, we talk about something's intrinsic worth. Worth. So, so if the money grew on trees, uh, you know, unless you were the only one with a money, wouldn't tree. be worth anything. That's it wouldn't right. be worth anything if if, right. if it were it it it, it, it Mike. It, it comes down to a question of supply and, and demand. Ah, oh, yes, that familiar economic trope: if supply and no, demand. If there, if there, if if the more available something is, the less it's worth. Isn't that true, Mike? Well, yes. Although in the instance of love, you can never have too much, and it never go, and it never becomes devalued. But in material goods, I would say that that's absolutely correct. Yes. I mean, if 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 diamonds, uh, which they say are a man's best friend, uh, if diamonds grew on trees, or diamonds were as plentiful as say sand, yeah. sand on a beach, then they wouldn't be worth anything. I mean, how much does it cost to buy a bag of sand? Very little. But how much does it cost to buy a bag of diamonds? A lot. Because they're rare, Mike. Yes. Because diamonds are not plentiful. Right. And so I've just illustrated the law of supply and demand. Yes, yes. And because and in economics, we speak in terms of scarcity, scarcity as as determining uh, worth and value, mm-hmm. like and, cabbage patch dolls. Yes, they yes. were so scarce that they were worth so much. Everybody wanted one, mm-hmm. and so they shot up in value. Mm-hmm. The same S- supply and demand. Yes, Beanie Babies were similar. Beanie babies, and until you have so many beanie beanie babies that you uh, you create a, a kind of artificial mm. uh, inflation, and then you have a bubble, and the bubble pops, and suddenly the market for beanie babies evaporates, mm-hmm. and you're left holding the bag of beanie babies, which you thought was a bag of diamonds, but in fact turns out to be a bag of sand. It becomes a big game of hot potato. Yes. Oh, who's holding the hot potato? Who's the That's last really one, one with the hot well, potato? It, well, it's all one big Ponzi scheme, isn't it? Yes, named for the Italian anarchist Alberto Ponzi. Ponzi. And there's that word again, Ponzi. Ponzi, from the Latin root pons. Pons. So when we speak of Smith, of course, we're talking about Adam Smith, who wrote The Wealth of Nations, 19... 1751. And in The Wealth of Nations, well, why don't you explain The Wealth of Nations and its main thesis, Michael, because because you've been speaking so eloquently about economics, I don't want to step on your toes. Go. Well, why don't you start? Yes, I did. I started with Adam Smith and The Wealth of Nations. Why don't you start a little bit longer? Of course I will. Just talk a little bit more. Yes, I'm happy to. Adam Smith, of course, known as the father of capitalism, who believed that 
the best way to govern uh, the, the, the supply of money was to let the invisible hand of the market dictate prices. And Michael, why don't you continue? Uh, well, I totally everything that you just said. Yes. He uh, wanted the he, – he really revolutionized this idea that the market would dictate prices. Ah, yes. And um, he really was so um, revolutionary and, and he, he – um, he wrote two books. He wrote Wealth of Nations and then, of course, he wrote Common Sense, that great book, Common Sense, um, that we all uh, – I don't think that was Adam Smith. I mm-hmm. think that was uh, Payne. Oh, uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Payne. Uh-huh, uh-huh. But let's, let's focus on the Wealth of Nations mm-hmm. and uh, – mm-hmm. mm-hmm. It was just such a good book and it was so uh, important. It was so important. Mm. We're talking about it today and his theories, all of his his theories were so revolutionary. And uh, and I just think that they are so interesting and I really agree with him. What do you Mm. what do you think about his theories? Um, Because I know I agree with them. Yes, Yes, you've made that clear. You agree with them. I'm very uh, up on all of his theories, yes. and I just think he really has a great point of view. Mike, what is your point of view of his point of view? Well, as you said, I mean, we're still reading Adam Smith today, aren't we? Mm-hmm. I mean, we uh, really are. If you, if anyone who uh, has attended Econ One Hundred and One has sh- uh, surely picked up a copy of The Wealth of Nations. Uh, and if you have an original copy, you may very well have The Wealth of Nations <laughs> because they're very valuable. Um, but all, all kidding aside, it, is, it was a great book and it talks about the invisible hand of the markets and Adam well, Smith, I of course. I was going to say that. Yes, Adam Smith, gonna, of that, course. I didn't the, even uh, think it needed to be said. Well, you know, I, I, I wanted to reiterate the invisible hand of the markets and uh, Adam Smith, the father of capitalism, who really laid the groundwork for our capitalistic society here in the United States of America, which is a great country. And, 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 and common sense was this uh, pamphlet. Oh, yes. uh, I mean, it just started as a pamphlet, really, mm-hmm. uh, written by Thomas Paine, as you mentioned. I, I was incorrect earlier when I said that Adam Smith wrote it. Um, but no, it was in fact written by Thomas Paine. Mm. Um, and in the pamphlet, it explained in common sense the importance of the American people having their own independence. And I just think that it's so fascinating that uh, that's another book from that time period mm. that people really responded to mm. there's that word responded, responded yes from the latin root resp mm. well um, you you make a great point that those books are contemporaneous mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. one 
deals with the money question much more than the other. Um, well, but money was such a big part yes, of it, wasn't it, Michael? It really I mean, was. Well, the I mean, Boston the whole Tea idea Party. The Boston Tea Party. Taxation without representation. Tippecanoe F- and Tyler, too. 54, 40, or yes, fight. Yes. All of these things um, were so driven by money. Well, Betsy really. Ross. Betsy Ross and and Benedict Arnold, what a turncoat he was. Yes, yes. Why did he betray? Well, and uh, and let's not forget Judas, who sold uh, Jesus for some silver. A tu brute, right? You too, Brutus. Yeah. Uh, you're also against me. That's what uh, Caesar said when he when he was so mad at Brutus. Yes, well, that what which Brutus had done. that which has uh, render unto Caesar that which is Caesar's. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Romans, friends, all of you, give me your ears. Yes. Listen to me speak to you. Yes. Yes, yes. All of that. All of all that. Of all it, of that rich American history because, in the, in well, the because, loam. Yes, you were saying. No, all yes. of it. This wonderful loam, uh, this yes. rich, fertile soil yes, of the American yes. experience yes, uh, from yes. Julius Caesar to Adam Smith and now yes, to yes. Thomas Piketty, yes, the yes. French uh, yes. economist who has written yes. his masterwork of income inequality yes uh why don't you talk a little bit about that well i think you you really said most of what i would have said Mm -hmm. uh income inequality and um it's such a problem and it was a masterwork in so many respects it was a masterwork and he is french and i just think the his frenchness plays such a role in Mm. his point of view can you unpack that a little bit please well, obviously, the French are a socialist uh, mm. country. They are they are communists in mm. many respects, and well, hence the the flag, the the communist Karl flag. Marx, yes, right. And Karl Marx, obviously, is a f- the most famous French communist. Yes, and he revolutionized this theory of economy, the communism theory, whereby everyone shares equally Mm. and everyone is essentially given an allowance and uh here here's your allowance you spend it as you will right um no no societal difference between the doctor and the pauper exactly uh, from each according to his ability to each according to his need right and everybody he gets the same gray jumpsuit yes. and we will all wear the same drab gray jumpsuit and we will all ride a bicycle uh, and we will all be the same. Yes. And it's kind and, of a utopian vision, isn't it? And it is. And I think that Thomas Piketty is picking up where his countryman uh, Karl Marx left off. And I say Karl Marx because I'm, that's the French pronunciation. And I, uh, I don't in any way purport to be a French speaker, but I do love the language. Yes. It's a romance. It's a romance language. Well, from the yeah. Latin romance. From the Latin Rome, Rom. Yes. Um, so it's so fascinating. Well, like, let's, what, let's, what? let's, let's dip our beaks a little bit further into this, this idea of income inequality. And, mm. and, and uh, it's, such a, it's such a topic du oh, jour. It's so rich. Yes. In, the layers are so rich, almost like a cake, mm. uh, a wedding cake that has so many rich layers. Well, the, the, some of the layers are richer than the others. And I think that therein lies the problem. Therein lies the problem. 
You love Hulu. I know you do. I know you do. But now there's Hulu Plus, which is so much more because with Hulu Plus, you can watch current season episodes of all your favorite television shows. And I'm talking about maybe you like The Vampire Diaries or maybe you like uh, Parenthood or maybe you like The Blacklist. Maybe you're like me and you like James Spader's The Blacklist. And you can also watch every episode of, of old shows like Nashville, Lost, Reba, Doctor Who. Doctor Who? Yeah, Doctor Who. That's who. Now more than ever, there's just a ton, of, a, a ton to watch. And you can, you can watch all of this with, with, on Hulu Plus, which you can watch on any streaming device that you could possibly have. You can watch Hulu Plus on that streaming device. And I'm talking about Smart TV, Roku, Apple TV, Xbox, PlayStation. If you can think of a streaming device, then you can watch Hulu Plus on it. And you can even watch it on your iPad or your iPhone while you're on the train or or hanging out at 7-Eleven or something. And the greatest thing is, is for all you parents out there, uh, you can get access to ad-free kids shows. I'm talking about Sesame Street and, you know, Fraggle Rock. And if you have preschoolers, why don't you check out uh, Hulu's new show, Doozers, starting, which started on April 25th. And that's a Jim Henson company project. So, uh, and look, movies are ad free too. And, and when the kids go down for a nap, it's back to what mom and dad want to watch. So for only $7.99 a month, you can get your shows anytime, anywhere. So sign up right now at HuluPlus.com slash topics, and you're going to get two full weeks of access completely free, which is an entire week more of free entertainment with this special offer. And that's when you sign up at HuluPlus.com slash topics. Mike, why don't you talk about this yes. just for a second? Yes. Well- what? is income inequality and what is the solution well clearly you know let's let's define the issue um, income inequality is the unequal inequ- distribution of uh, income whereby a certain segment of the population receives a disproportionate amount of income versus the broader cross-section of the society. So you'll have a very small percentage of people controlling a vast amount of wealth. And that creates all kinds of problems. Michael, will you elucidate some of the problems income inequality creates? Um, Well, as you said, uh, you know, you have uh, rich getting richer, the the poor getting poorer. Mm. And there's this I'm going to use a word here that I think is so um, relevant to the debate. Um, it's a controversial word, but I think that it's it, it's really central to the to the debate. And that word is dichotomy. Ah, yes, dichotomy. Dichotomy. And what do you mean um, by that, Michael? Uh, what do I mean by that? That there's this dichotomy. Between the haves ah, and yes. the have-nots, the haves and the have-nots, have-nots. Yes. You have and and uh, die from the Latin root word die, and then you have caught yes. um, to sleep, to sleep, and then omi, uh, ami uh, from the Latin uh, ami, mm, love, 
it's a very, very difficult um, situation where you have the haves and then you have the have-nots. And sometimes, as it says in the Bible, the meek shall inherit the earth. Mm. But they and shan't so, inherit the Xbox One. Well, <laughs> not today, anyway. No. Not today. And you mentioned Cabbage Patch Kids, and you mentioned Beanie Babies, mm. and uh, hey, uh, you know, you have children in school looking over their shoulder and saying, "Little Susie has a Beanie Baby," and what do I have? I just have a regular old teddy bear. Um, right. And suddenly that. Here we go again, that dichotomy between mm. what one has and what one doesn't yes. have. The has um, and the hasn't. And, and, and this is, I think, really getting to the crux of what Smith and Pickety were, were picketing, picking at and mm. smithing at. And mm. uh, it's a really fascinating and, and rich in, and rich and poor and, and mm. everything in between. And I just love reading all of these books. Mike, what is your favorite chapter in Pickering's book? Well, uh, in Pickety's book. Mm-hmm, Pickety. Yes. Um, he speaks to the problems of income inequality. And, yes, and that, that entire topic to me is fascinating because it deals, so fascinating. It deals with the haves and the have-nots. Yes, and, yes. and, and there's that phrase that you use that I like yes. so much, and I'm, I'm, yes. I'm, I'm going to echo it. It, it, yes. it. You said the rich yes. get richer and the poor get Horror. And I like that very much because it's, it's, it's illustrat- il- illustrative mm-hmm. of something that Piketty discusses so eloquently. Can you unpack that yes. just a little bit? Yes, yes. Unpack that idea. Well, what of- we see is in this capitalist society that Adam Smith first proposed in his book, The Wealth of Nations. Mm. Which is such a, such a good great, book. And I've, great I've book. read it. I've read it. Innumerable so times. times. Yes, yes, yes. I love reading that book. Yes. Uh, in, in any Econ 101 class, I'm sure you'll, you'll pick that book up and read it. <laughs> so. And, and Common Sense was another book. Well, that's Thomas Paine. But that's, right, but I'm saying of yes, that. Yes, from the similar time, period, yes, yes. A very famous book. Yes, that was actually pamphlet. just a pamphlet. Yes. And, and he really was just making an argument for being an independent country. And we have good old Tommy to thank for uh, all oh. the great freedom that we now have right. as a country. Well, from, from a Thomas Paine of the Middle Ages to Thomas Piketty of the Modern Age, where we have these two Thomases speaking to each other across the gaps of time. One of them saying, we must have independence. The other one saying, but how can you be independent when you cannot support yourself on the meager salary that has been doled to you from those at the very top? And that, I think, is a crucial question of the 21st century. How, and, how do you survive? And, well, yes. And, and you, well, you, you talked about Thomas's and, you know, brings me in mind of Thomas's English muffins. Of course. That's of how course. I survive in the morning with a yes. cup of coffee and a delicious Thomas's English muffin. And we, you make the point, and I think you do it in a kind of lighthearted way, but I take the tone and I take, I take the serious uh, message behind the jest, which is that we all need a kind of sustenance, whether it be spiritual or emotional, or in this case, financial. And how can we distribute these Thomas's English muffins to make sure that everybody gets to enjoy those delicious nooks and crannies of the Thomas's English muffin? And Piketty speaks of, of uh, remedies. And Michael, why don't you address that? 
yes. Well, he, he talks so eloquently about it. And, he really and, does. And and the writing is the writing is very uh, literary. It's very descriptive. Well, it's um, very readable, isn't it? it? But and yet readable. Yes. And yet he's putting all of these brilliant and interesting uh, economical theories in such layman's terms. There's that word layman. layman yes. Well, it's very and disruptive, isn't it? He's, he's it got is. a kind of a disruptive take on, on, on the whole disruptive. capitalistic system. And, and why don't we take the 35,000 foot view of that and, and, and talk about some of those disruptive elements. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. Well, it's really brave, isn't it? Yes. What he's saying. I mean, there's a brave, there, there's such courage in his writing to be so raw and so open um and it's really merciless uh the writing is merciless mm. and and i just think that um everything that he's saying about uh, the have the have nots um communism capitalism you mentioned uh he talks about the boston tea party i think Think I I'm pretty sure he talks about the Boston. I'm pretty tea sure party. he does too. Yes, and um, and I know that he talks about uh, the stock market crash in 1920s and um, uh, all sorts. Well, of not to mention the more recent uh, global right. financial disaster. That's right. Which uh, which we still haven't quite the recovered bubble, from the, oh. the bubble. The yes. whole the housing bubble, the, bu- the housing bubble, the, and the tech and, bubble, and Mac and Mac, Freddie and Mac, and yes. Freddie, yes. you know, Freddie and Fanny, and, yes, and 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 Benjamin Bernanke, and 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 I know so much about this, yes. you know, I know so much about this. Well, let's not forget Timothy Geithner's role in all of this. That's right. Or let's Alan not Greenspan. let's not forget that. Let's not forget that. Wow. All of it, all um, but of it. I, but, but, but I mean, it's, it's, it, it's a very big subject. I know a lot about it. And I think that he Pickering in the book is very eloquent in his descriptions. And I've, I've, I love reading what he, what he writes. I yes. love it. Well, it's a, it's a big book. And, it's uh, very big, and it seems to be single spaced or one yes. and a half spacing. I think it's at one best, and a half, yes. At best. And, and with Pickety, um, Yes, Pinkety. Of course, you know, you might be intimidated by the heft, but it's very readable. Didn't you find? I did. I found the sentences, as I said, I found the sentences to be descriptive. I think the writing has a literary quality to it. Um, it's certainly not a textbook. No. Um, and yet it's very readable. Yes. Well, it's, it's merciless, very readable. as you said. It's merciless. Well, it's, there's, a cur- there's a courage to it. Yes. Uh, there's a, there's a yes. courageousness. Well, in the, it. the pen in this case really is mightier than the sword, isn't it? Because nations really have gone is. to war over less. Yes, uh, but yes. Uh, fortunately, he's being celebrated and feted instead of uh, yes. Um, yes. pushed up against the wall. Yes, yes, um, with a bullet yes. through his brain, and and for yes. that, I'm grateful. I'm grateful yes. for these kind of public yes. intellectuals. Thank yes, thank you uh, to all the public intellectuals who who have the courage and the, the 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 strength to say what's on everybody's mind, but to say it in a way that sounds so smart yes. and but is also very, very readable. Yes. Well, I, you know, uh, I, I, I hesitate to put myself on the same uh, level as Thomas Piketty. However, uh, I, will, I will stand by the courage of my convictions, which mm-hmm. are this. We have to solve income inequality. We have to. We, oh, it, I, we I definitely just have to. agree with you on that. Um, you do, know, you it, more, it's, do you have more to say? No, I mean, I, 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 I think Piketty... 
you know, outlines very, very good ways in which we, yes. we can and should do that. Yes. But, yes. uh, well, and because it's just, it's just stupid that it does. Yes. It's just stupid that it exists. You know, yeah. it's just stupid. It's so stupid. And, and, and I hate and, it. I, can I, I, can I tell you something? I hate it. Yes. I really it's hate so it. It's so stupid. It's stupid. It's like, how many cars do you need? Right. Hey, Jay Leno, why don't you sell a car and help solve this problem right. rather than contribute to it? If Are you going to be a, If yeah. Jay Leno sold five cars, this problem could be solved. I, I totally agree. I so, I so passionately agree. And he would still have cars. He'd still have tons of cars. Why does Jay Leno need all those cars? Mm-hmm. You know, when, when people are literally dropping dead of starvation in every single city in America. Yes, yes. You know, their bloated bellies, yes. uh, uh, the, the flies crawling on their faces in yes. every city in America. Yes. And Jay Leno keeps driving these cars as if it's not a problem. He drives Ruby, past them. His ruby red Corvette yes. in, his, in his denim shirts and his denim pants. You know, and this is, is this is not to lay it all at the feet of no, Jay Leno. Look, look, of course look, not. He's, of a, he's course an not. easy look, target. Look, exactly. Look, is it, look, we're not. What it would be so. Uh, uh, re, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, Racist. Redu- redu- no, reductive. Uh, yes, yes. It would, reductive. would be so reductive to blame it all on Jay Leno. Right. I, I mean, mean, he. You. You just said he's such an easy target, and and look, is he contributing? Is he a major contributor to the problem? Yes, he is. Yeah. But but to say that it's one man's burden, I mean that's that's just reductive. It's reductive. You're absolutely right, and of course it's not. And and I want to just say, Jay, if you're listening, look, we're not here to point a finger at you and say that the that the employ the money the what is it income money? inequality. We can't. Yeah. it can't be laid at your feet. It can't be laid at your not feet. Not entirely. It's not. That's not fair of us to say that this is all on you. No, because it's not. You're a big part of it. Yeah, you're a big part of it. Well, you and 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 and, and your elites, the elites. That's the problem. Yes. It's the elites. Yes. You know, and then you have this uh, dichotomy, as you said, between you know one elite versus another. The Thomas Piketty, who, let's be honest, is a kind of intellectual elite. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's I- a really, it's a really big topic, and it's a re- and and I don't think it's something that we're going to solve today on the show, Mike. I mean, I think we're 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 close. We're we're we've we've I think we've established. Well, we've we've identified the problem. We've we we've laid out the historical groundwork and we have brought it up to the 21st century and we have identified the problem as you said which is income inequality and we have certainly i think made a, a very fervent case that it's stupid and that it has it's to so stop. It's stupid. stupid it's so stupid um you know we we we've pointed out one one uh and i and, and, and i think we've also said that we hate it yes and that's important. It's important we, to have the courage of your convictions. You need to be passionate about it. You yes. need to be passionate about it because if you're not, if you're indifferent, if you're apathetic, no, no, nothing gets solved. Nothing gets solved. But I think you and I have have really established that we're passionate about this and we care about this and we want to see something change because it's stupid. It's stupid. Something has to change because it this is just change. Stupid at this point. I, I hate it. I, I I hate it so much. I can't even, you know, I'm spitting angry over here. I'm spitting angry. Um, and I get riled up when I talk about it. Now, look, yeah. this podcast is supposed to be a dispassionate uh, conversation. And most of the time, I think we do a good job of, of keeping our passions at bay. But with the income inequality in particular and the money question from Smith to Piketty, 
blood is going to boil. And my concern is that at some point in the not too distant future, blood will be spilled. Mm -hmm. And that's what I'm looking to avoid. Mm -hmm. Well, Michael, you know, I think we've given our listeners plenty to digest and our study groups plenty to talk about in the coming weeks and months and years. Mm -hmm. Um, Yes, we unpacked about 80% of the topic, but it's that last 20%, the, the solutions. Could be the part. difference change. It could make the, the, the whole difference to this. Yes. Well, it's I leave on, it. It's, I, on I, you, I it's on you guys. It's <laughs> on you guys. <laughs> you know, we have our own ideas, and maybe yeah. we'll discuss some of them at Topicon, but I'd all, we'd also love to hear your ideas, and, yeah. and we hope you'll bring them with you when you attend Topicon, and, and as we said, you can pay with Bitcoin, you can pay with credit card. Uh, we will take checks if you have two forms of ID. Um, and, uh, and I don't think we mentioned that uh, we will be having vegan options at every meal, uh, mostly uh, bulgur and millet. Um, but we're going to be buying 50-pound uh, bags of bulgur and 50-pound bags of millet wholesale um, uh, all local produce in the Pine Barrens. What's well, uh, all farm to table? They all have some great uh, wheat farms out there, Bulgur wheat farms out there, and it, millet it, we farms. Have a, we have some really, really top notch uh, vegan chefs that are going to be out there with us, and uh, we'll tell you more about that uh, as we get closer and closer to Topicon coming up. This uh, and and I I did actually just find out, uh, Mike, that Ween is going to be playing a uh, a little live show for us on the right? first end of Topicon. Yes, that's, that's they're going to be the headlining band, Ween and uh, Chucklehead, the oh, rapper. Yeah. Well, he's terrific. Well. A lot to look forward to um, as you enter the week of study and contemplation. Michael, I want to thank you. This has been a very uh, enriching conversation. I look forward to speaking you again. Uh, speaking with you again. I look forward to speaking with you again. Me too. This very special episode of Topics is brought to you by Hulu+. Plus. Watch your favorite shows anytime, anywhere with Hulu+. Plus on your TV or on the go with your smartphone or tablet. Shows like Family Guy, Brooklyn Nine-Nine, New Girl, Scandal, The Vampire Diaries, and so many more. Right now, you can try Hulu Plus free for two weeks when you go to HuluPlus.com slash topics. That's HuluPlus.com slash topics. We hope you've enjoyed this episode of Topics. Please help us get the word out about the show by writing us a rating or a review on iTunes. If you'd like to write to us a question or a comment about this episode or any episode, please do. Our email address is topicspodcasts at gmail.com. Thank you. This has been an Earwolf Media production. Executive producers Jeff Ulrich and Scott Aukerman. For more information, visit Earwolf.com. EarwolfRadio.com The Wolf Dead.